Hello, my friend, and happy Thanksgiving. I wanted to drop a quick episode. I'm thinking this will be quick. And just let you know that I am so thankful for you. I am so thankful that you choose to listen. And I know I talk about it all the time, but we have a choice as to how we spend our time, right? And so I'm really just appreciative that whatever time you have, a part of that, like right now you're choosing to spend with me and that doesn't go unnoticed and that doesn't go unappreciated. And if you haven't already reached out and let me know that you're a listener, I would seriously love for you to do that. Um, trying not to say, um, (laughs) but I love hearing from people who listen. So if you do listen, and like I said, you have not yet let me know that you listen, please do. You can send me a DM on Instagram at Awaken the Extraordinary, or you can send me an email, Christy, K-R-I-S-T-I at awaketheextraordinary.com. But I like to personally thank people when I know that they listen. It means the world to me. And so if you are someone that listens, let me know. And I know this is a day and a season for being thankful and appreciative of what we have. And I feel like many of us can look back at the past couple of years and just be like, dude, this was such a shit show and it still kind of is a shit show. What do I have to be thankful for? And I know sometimes we have to look really hard to figure out what about something we can express gratitude for. But I was thinking about this because I've actually had it in my mind that this is what I wanted to talk about today. And I feel like there is a flip side to things. And, you know, I don't necessarily agree with the whole toxic positivity thing. Um, Well, I guess I do agree with that because I feel like you, you can be so positive that you don't acknowledge and validate perhaps even for yourself, like what's hard and what sucks. And I think that just because you acknowledge and, and validate what's crappy, it doesn't mean that you're not able to be appreciative of certain things. And I don't feel like it's a a healthy perspective to just always look at the positive. I think there needs to be a balance because I feel like just when I think about my family. Um, a lot of what's been crappy and, and challenging has been swept under the rug. And what I have said since I was a kid is eventually you're going to sweep so much shit under the rug that you're going to trip over that pile. Like a pile is going to accumulate and someone's going to trip over it. It may not be you, but eventually someone will. And I think it's important to acknowledge like that, which is hard because I believe that it helps us work through it. Instead of pretending that it doesn't exist, you're acknowledging that the suckage does exist. And I feel like that enables us us 
to actually work through it as opposed to avoiding it. And I've listened to a couple of interviews where the singer Jewel has, she's been on a couple of podcasts and she said something about Buffalo. And I don't know if this is true, but I do consider Jewel a a relatively intelligent person. And uh, so I'm just going to assume that it is. And I guess I'll do my research later. But she was talking about Buffalo and they are one of, if not maybe the only creature that when they're faced with something hard, or I think she said like the eye of the storm, maybe the quickest way to deal with that is going through it, not going around it. She said it in a much more Oh my gosh, what's the word I'm looking for? She said it in a much more eloquent way. But basically the quickest way through is through. It's not avoiding things. It's not pretending they don't exist. It's acknowledging that like, hey, there is a shit storm or there is something that's crappy. And the quickest way through this is through. And I feel like as humans, we don't do that. Because sometimes going through things, working through things is painful. Acknowledging that which sucks is painful. So we'll bury our head in the sands. We'll turn sand. We'll turn our backs on it. We'll numb ourselves out with social media, with alcohol, with shopping, with drugs. We'll numb ourselves out and we won't actually deal with it. So all of that to say I think it's, it's so important to acknowledge this stuff that is crappy because I feel like that enables us to work through things and then better equips us to deal with the crappy stuff when it comes up again, because it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when life to me is a roller coaster. You're going to have all of these ups and downs, these highs and lows. And if you take what you learn through those crappy times, you're more skilled, hopefully, to deal with crappy times ahead. And I understand that there are absolutely going to be those circumstances where you just cannot prepare yourself in any way, shape, or form. But maybe some of the skills and the tools that you learned to cope with like one thing, you can take some of that and apply it to something else. This conversation has gone... (laughs) in a totally different direction, but that's what you get when you listen to me and I just hit record and I don't have shit written down because I don't don't like working that way. I don't like working that way. And I have to, in the scope of my day job. And I don't want to do that here. Like, I just want you to feel like you're sitting down talking to a friend. Hopefully that's how you feel. And this is what you get when you're dealing with me. Lucky you. So It's important to acknowledge that which is crappy, but I think in acknowledging that which is crappy, there is also an opportunity for you to acknowledge that which maybe is not 100% crappy. So as I said, I've been thinking about this and I came up with a couple of the examples, like personal examples that I will share with you. So one of the things that I feel is crappy, that I don't like, is what I call my turkey neck. (laughs) So 
I will be 45 in less than a month. And like, I was just telling my dad last night, I'm like, I could be mistaken. I, I could totally be mistaken for a Thanksgiving turkey. People could stick me on their dinner table and they wouldn't even know the difference between me and a turkey because of the way my neck looks. And granted, that's a bit of an exaggeration, but I do not like my neck. It is this genetic thing, I think on my mom's side, where you just get this saggy neck. And I don't know when that started, I but I can specifically remember when I noticed it and was like, when the hell did this happen? <laughs> so I do not like that at all. I have not liked my nose since I was like 12. I told my dad last night, I'm like, I can deal with my nose for the rest of my life. I am not going to die with this neck. Like, I'm just not. Um, and it's a little vain and I'm totally okay with that. But <laughs> when I think about it, it is a sign of aging and I am almost 45, even though in my mind, I am probably in my twenties or thirties, my body, as we define time here on earth, I am 40, I am almost 45 years old. And you know, your body, it loses some of its elasticity as you age. And this is just one of my things. And when I think about it, I'm actually really grateful to have lived so long that my neck is sagging, <laughs> but think about it. How many people do you know? Like, especially if you're around my age, there are probably people that you went to high school with that aren't around anymore. Um, maybe they got sick and they passed away in their twenties, you know, maybe someone that, you know, you graduated with had a heart attack. There's so many people that don't even make it to the age where like their body starts looking, a, you know, like it's, it's been around for the length of time that it's been around. And I'm thankful for that. If I wasn't around for this long, I wouldn't have had my son. I wouldn't have been able to spend nearly five years with him because his birthday is Monday. And I'm so grateful for that. And so I'm sharing this with you as an example of, yeah, like this is something that I don't like. But in that, I still can find something to be grateful for. Um, some of you know that the person that I'm married to, uh, we were together and engaged and then we broke up for five years and then we got back together. And that breakup was the most devastating heartbreak I had ever experienced, at least at that point. And if you had asked me in that moment, when all of that was happening, if there was anything to be thankful for, I would have told you no. 
But looking back and even probably a year after the breakup, I could have told you this is one of the best things that had ever happened to me. It doesn't negate the pain that I had experienced or that I was still experiencing because it it continued off and on throughout that five-year period. But what I was thankful for is the opportunity that I was given to get to know myself, to be able to define myself because although I didn't realize it at the time, I was an extremely codependent person before my, my husband, you know, my now husband, it was my mom. And I didn't know who I was without being an appendage of my mother or without being an appendage of whomever it was I was dating. Like I didn't know who I was. I mean, sure. There were things that I liked to do, but like me as a person, like my own personal belief system and my own thoughts about things and what I liked doing and what I didn't like doing and what I liked eating and what I didn't like eating. So much of that was based upon the people that I had in my life. So being alone really gave me an opportunity to get to know myself at a whole different level. And I'm thankful for that. And so I think having perspective and sometimes the perspective that that time and space allows it enables you to look back at a situation and go okay yeah this was really crappy but here's what was good about it here's what i can be thankful about but i would challenge you that if there is something crappy going on right now to really try to find something in that that you can be thankful for. And again, it's not to diminish any of like the crappy stuff that you're feeling and experiencing, but it's to focus on what's good. Like maybe you had a health scare and maybe you're still experiencing that there, there's still a level of uncertainty, but there has to be something in that. Maybe you're more intentional with how you spend your time. Maybe you're more mindful. Maybe you're more present when you're actually with the people that you care about. Maybe it's made you more conscious of like what you're putting in your body or, or moving your body. And that's a good thing. So I challenge you to to find something good that's buried within the hard. Because there is something there. And again, it's not to minimize anything that you're feeling or experiencing. But when you start to shift your mindset and you start to focus on what's good, because I feel like we are so conditioned to focus on all of the things that we should be complaining about, that we're unhappy about. It's so easy to lose sight of that, which is good. And I think too, right now, especially 
on Thanksgiving, reach out to people that you're not seeing. Send them a text, give them a phone call. Let them know that you appreciate them and tell them why. I don't think anybody's day was <laughs> made worse by hearing how they made someone else's life better. Even if it's just like, dude, you tell like the worst dad jokes and they crack me up. Thank you for being that bit of sunshine in my day. Just do that. And if you were gathering with family and, and friends or family or friends, maybe before all of the festivities commence, you can go around and each say something that you're thankful for. And if you want to like step it up a notch, ask everybody to recall something that was painful or challenging this past year, but what they learned from it, what they gained from that experience. Because when you start thinking about things differently, I feel like you start experiencing life differently. You start approaching life differently. And I feel like it's going to result in a more positive experience. And I think we all deserve that. I know we all deserve that. So of course, I talked longer than I anticipated. <laughs> But I really, I really hope that you can find the good buried in the not so good and that you can let somebody know why you're thankful for them being in your life, what they add to your life. I hope that you share that with them. Even if it's just one person there's this ripple effect that we don't see always, but it's there. It exists. And if you can help someone else feel good, that might boost their mood. And maybe if they were going to snap at their husband for not putting his dirty laundry in the hamper, maybe they won't snap at him now. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm talking about when I say that, by the way. And I just want to close this out by saying again, thank you. Having this podcast is a dream of mine. I guess I could still have the podcast, even if no one listened, but people do listen. And if you're listening right now, you are one of those people. So thank you. I appreciate you so much. I really, really do. And I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving, whatever you are doing, whether it's spending it with family and or friends, or you are just chilling at home by yourself. I hope you have an amazing day because you deserve it. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs>